Guess what, everyone? It's season two. Thank you so much for being part of the Spillet journey with me and tuning in to the Spillet podcast. Spillet is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire people, and everybody should be learning something new. Spillet is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm over on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers are able to be part of the conversation by joining in and leaving comments as part of the live streams. For more information on Spillet, to find the links for the live shows, find upcoming episodes and guests to be part of the show, or to support me by joining the official Spillet Patreon or get yourself some merch, head over to the Spillet website at www.spillit.uk. Hello, it's a brand new episode of this little show that I like to call Spill It. Spill It is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share some inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire others, and help people learn something new. And today's episode is no different. This episode is episode 66, Can't Stop the Beat, and the fabulously amazing Remus Williams will be joining us at 7.10pm. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. Until then, I get to keep you company. How awesome is that? I'm going to be keeping you company for this evening. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Stephen Wilson, evening markers, COVID here. Oh no, as if you've got COVID, man. Hope you're all right. Like, do you need anything? I, I mean, I'm not going to come around to your house or anything, like, because, you know, ew. <laughs> You've got COVID, man. I can't cope with that. <laughs> but I hope you're okay, Stephen. Uh, you know, genuinely, I hope you're okay. Thank you for tuning in, though, as well. You've got nothing better to do, so you might as well tune into this show, eh? And Linda is here saying morning. Morning, Linda. I hope you're okay. Thank you so much for joining. Caught it at the weekend. Ugh. Where have you been, Stephen? You need to take better care of yourself. This is a message to you, Stephen. Um, stay in. Don't go outdoors. It's scary outdoors. You get COVID and stuff. <laughs> and I'm alive. Good, Stephen. That's what we like to hear. Yeah, I like to hear that you are alive. Okay. If you haven't checked out our other episodes yet, then you can do. All you have to do is head over to the Spillit website at www.spillit.com. UK. There is no code. It's just UK. So it's spillit.uk. You can go over to the website. You'll be able to see all of the episodes. That's all of the other 65 episodes, because this is episode 66. So all of the 65 episodes, plus the season one after show party with Dan Sprague and Adam Oakley as well. You'll be able to see those all over on the website by following the little links, however you want to watch it. And also be able to listen to this via your preferred podcast streaming method, whether that be Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Audible, Castbox, the other podcasting things that I've not mentioned. All of those, wherever you want to listen to, then you can do by heading over to the website and just clicking on the links. There you go. I, I can't make it any more easier for you. And also, you know, if you want to head over there and just leave me a review, why not? Treat yourself. Treat me <laughs> to a review. Thank you so much. Love it, love it, love it. Linda, are you in a different room? Uh, no, so I'm not in a different room. Um, this is a brand new setup, by the way, just FYI. This was like part of my tea time. You're ruining it, Linda, you're ruining it. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm in a brand new, uh, I've got a brand new setup, so brand new webcam. Uh, the microphone's still the same microphone because that was donated. Thank you so much, Martin. Big shout out to Martin for donating the microphone. Um, but no, this is a, it's a brand new, like whole setup and um i've just we've had to move it in like so it was i was doing everything against this wall and now because of everything that's having to be plugged in we're now on this wall so all of this is going to sort itself out behind me um yeah <laughs> it's a work in progress linda leave it alone Ah, Stephen, you're still doing your radio station. Uh, so the radio station, no, uh, I'm not doing the radio station at the moment. And the reason I say at the moment is because who knows what the future holds. I was on uh, Beat 103, as people know, because obviously I've talked about it quite a lot. However, um, I decided to step away from that to do something 
uh, more with the more more that aligned with my brand. And so obviously that from there has gone like the coaching side of things and all of that. Lot. So yeah, um, I've moved away from the radio station to focus more on Spill It. There are so many things happening at Spill It that I really wish that I could talk about, but I can't. Um, there's so much happening. I, oh, it's amazing. But yeah, obviously with the coaching side of things as well, that business is now taken off. And obviously with Dance X as well, um, something had to give. Uh, people are telling me all the time that I'm doing too much. And so uh, something had to give. And I I gave the radio station. Uh, but who knows what the future holds? That's that's uh, that's what it is. It's the curtains behind you. Yay! Yeah, 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 yeah. It's curtains behind me. We're, we're very observant, Linda. You have eyeballs. Well done. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's time for a little bit of tea. Okay, it is tea time. So this is a section that I have where I talk about... I'm laughing, right, because of this one that I've got for you. This is absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> okay, so my tea for today is called Special Order to Go. Okay, get this. And I really want, I really want your opinions on this. Okay, so we all obviously like... Uh, our, our our orders to be a specific type of way. We like our burgers or steaks to be cooked in a certain type of way. So when we go out to order something, we're like, oh, you know, I want I want it like this. This is how I want it, and that's how I prefer it. Okay. But I think this person took it a little bit too far. <laughs> so it's important to get what you asked for. But one couple left pe uh, left people divided over whether their demands were reasonable. One waitress shared the instructions one couple had printed out for the chef whilst vis visiting the chain restaurant where she works. The couple in question seemed to have a very specific idea on how their hamburger should be cooked and prepared in their takeaway order. A member of the staff, hang on, yeah, a member of staff shared the demands online, adding, Okay, so I don't usually post, but this is this I couldn't resist. Two guests came in today with their own printed instructions on how they wanted their food prepared. I've actually got the print out here. <laughs> how to prepare Alan and Karen's burgers to go. Now, first off, first off, what I see there is the name Karen. Like, come on, please. <laughs> oh, Karen. Uh, number one, all buns in one container. All meats in one container. Please, uh, burger patties as rare as possible. Just brown each side. All veggies in one container. All cheeses in one container. Of course, fries in separate containers. Sauces or other items separate also. What? So basically, they wanted all of their, all of their items. So they wanted a deconstructed burger, basically in different containers. What is that about? Right, I'm sorry. Have a sit down with yourself. Have a quiet word. I'm not about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> sort it out. I can't, I can't, I can't even go with that. So basically you want everything in one container, like in, in separate containers. I could get it if like there was like allergy stuff got going on or whatever, but obviously it wasn't that. And um, if you guys have any clue of what's going on with that, then please let me know because I think basically what, what this Karen needs to do is get back in a box, have a quiet way with herself in the quiet in a corner somewhere and just reevaluate her life. Like I'm yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> oh, it set me off that one. I had to share it with you guys. And of course, as I said last week. Uh, October lineup has been released, so all of my guests for October are now available on the website. If you head over to www.spillit.uk, you'll be able to see all of the guests that I've got coming up in October. And there's also a little, a little box. There's a little box. If you go onto the date that you want, this is how you go on the date that you want, by the way. Uh, for those who are listening to this via podcast, I am moving my fingers like I'm a monkey on a typewriter. That's what I'm doing right now. Uh, but yeah, so you can go on the website. You'll be able to 
um, check, check the date that you want, see the guest, see the info, and then there's a little connect with guest button. You click the connect with guest button, you'll go straight to their social media platform where they'll be able to reach out, where you'll be able to reach out to them and have a conversation with them. How good's that? You know what? I make things so easy for you. It's unbelievable. I can't make it any easier than that. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my tea for today. Okay, I've talked your ears off about hamburgers and stuff, coaching, everything else that I do in my life. I've talked enough. I've talked enough. It is time to bring out my guest for this evening. Now, I am really looking forward to this one. I actually reached... So I was, I've was. i been following Remus for a while, actually. Um, <laughs> a funny story, uh, which you might be able to ask him about, and I'm pretty sure he'll answer. I then... Because I, I was following him like before this. Um, I then saw Remus on a TV show, which um, is about where you dress people. Oh, they dress you. Hang on. Yeah. yeah. They dress you to impress you, to take you out on a date. And so I saw Remus on that and I was like, need to get, need to reach out, need to know what all this is about. <laughs> <laughs> but it was amazing. It was a good episode. And he is here waiting in the green room. Here he is. It is the man of the hour. It is Mr. Remus Williams. Hello, Remus. Whoop, whoop. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Still sipping my tea from um, that Karen Burger situation. Yeah. What is your uh, What is your verdict on this Karen situation? Honestly, I don't have anything to say to any Karens. <laughs> Apart from the fact that I hate the fact that, like, Karen has got such a stigma nowadays because my mum is named, her name's Karen. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> when, when I started hearing about all these Karen situations and now the burger situation, I'm just like, do you know what? Mum, we'll just have to call you something else for the next few years. <laughs> was, it, was it your mum, though? Does your mum have a special order? At the oh, no, 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 no. My mum's not that kind of Karen. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty of people that I know called Karen, and, uh, yeah, they, 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 they see the humour in it. They understand yeah. that it's not about them and all that. Like, and yeah, it's... it's uh, <laughs> Stephen has asked, are you sure it's not your mum? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, Stephen, it's not my mom. Pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure we'll, uh, that'll be good enough for me. Okay. Are you ready to play a little game with me today? I love games. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. This is This or That. This or that is a little game that I play with my guests now, uh, where I say, would you rather this or would you rather that? It is as simple as that, really. It's as simple as this and it is as simple as that. Are you ready to play this game? I am. Awesome. I'm going to ask you 10 questions. Guys who are watching this, uh, unfortunately, guys who are listening to this on the podcast, you will be able to play along. You'll be able to shout at your your car speakers or whatever, but I won't be able to hear you. Uh, guys, if you are watching the show though this evening, make sure that you join in with this as well. Uh, all you have to do is comment with which one you prefer, this or that. Let's start with fire or ice. Fire? <laughs> okay, okay, fire. Uh, straight hair or curly hair? Curly hair. Nice. Fruits or vegetables? Fruits, definitely. Mm -hmm. I have to agree with that one. Yeah. Uh, this is fitting. <laughs> Burgers. <laughs> oh, uh, Burgers or tacos? Oh, I'm going to say tacos. I would have to actually agree with you with that one, like 100%. Yeah. Burgers, I think, are only good for after a night out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. End the episode. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> um, roses or daisies? Daisies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, pandas or whales? Aww. 
That's a really hard one because <laughs> I love both. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. I would like to be a whale because I speak whale. Okay, okay. We're going to have to come back to that. We'll put a pin in that. <laughs> uh, McDonald's, McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, McDonald's. Yeah, okay. Uh, books. <laughs> books or magazines? Magazines. Yeah. Money or fame? Money. <laughs> Money? Okay. Yeah. I mean... And your last... Go on. Sorry, go on. Go ahead. No, go on. You go on. What were you going to say? Fame could be all good and everything, but what good is fame if you ain't got no money? Well, I mean, my response to that would be that with fame would come money. <laughs> yeah, but then some people are famous and broke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got time for that? No, no, no. Puzzles or board games? I'd probably say, oh god, that's a tricky one because I love board games, like I really do. But puzzles really get your mind thinking, and it's more of a effort. I'd say puzzles, actually. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You don't. You don't win anything at the end of. The- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then, if you're playing a board game, what are you really going to win anyway? Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, last one. Your last question: living room or bedroom? bedroom yes nice sweet i'm a bedroom boy i love sitting in bed and watching netflix for like a day a whole day yeah i love that yeah and okay so that was uh this or that was that was that fun for you did you uh did you enjoy that yeah 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 the ice is definitely broken now (laughs) good good nice little icebreaker there that was this or that We I'm have got, by the way, <laughs> we've got a, <laughs> it does, the, the, the last few guests that I've had on, um, they, they, they were all like this, <laughs> when, they, when they hear it, they're like, oh, this is good, I just wanted to sit here and dance. Um, so yeah, uh, we've got, we've had loads of comments coming through, joining in. Uh, we've got Linda, who prefers fire, she prefers curly hair as well, and Stephen likes um, veggies over fruit. Oh, uh, why? <laughs> Linda preferred burgers. Uh, Stephen said burgers by Karen. Um, <laughs> of course he did. Stephen said uh, pandas. And then Linda said whales. Um, speaking of whales, though, I mean, there's also, there's so many comments and I could go through them all. However, I did want to come back to this. You said that you speak whale. Yeah, I mean, don't you? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking of. Um, oh, no, but I, I know it's from the movie. <laughs> um, but for my uh, for my viewers and my listeners at home, uh, can you speak a bit of whale for me, please? I mean, I guess I could. Um... <laughs> oh, I just want to thank you for. Love it. Absolutely love it. Round of applause. Round of applause for Remus there. Thank you. What a best speaker. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Okay. Uh, let's move the talk away from Wales to something that's going to be a little bit more relevant. Uh, now, I, as I say, I have followed you for a while now. I have seen you on TV. I have seen you, like the work that you do, obviously, on the radio station uh, with, obviously, the lives that you do. However, there'll be a lot of people out there who don't know who you are, what you do. And for those people, I would just ask the question, who is Remus Williams? Who is Remus Williams? I'm I'm just a normal guy, but I am a DJ, producer, actor, and broadcaster. That's the kind of the little titles I go under. But those titles grew over the years. I didn't always want to be those things. It's just kind of something that I've always had a passion for and kind of fell into. Um, 
But yeah, like I actually started off as a dancer when I was a kid. I was used to love music so much, and I was just a little dancer, dancing all up and down the UK, going to different cities and joining different dance competitions. I even went on a dance show for. Do you remember Michael Barrymore? I do, yes, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like Michael Barrymore. Well, he had a, a TV show and I ended up performing like on that TV show and that was like the biggest thing I ever did when I was a kid and I just thought that was amazing. But then I left dancing um, when I was like a teenager, like 15 or whatever, and that's when I started getting into DJing and music production and then and and that was it really. The music journey just started there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this, oh my God, it's like, now you put me on the spot. I'm like, where do I actually <laughs> begin? Because it's literally been a journey up until now. Like once upon a time, like I dreamt about doing the things that I'm doing now. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm collecting a Grammy or anything like that, but it was all just a vision in my head once. And now I live in London, because I'm from Leicester, and now I live in London, I'm doing all those things that I wanted to do. And the whole journey has just been so good. Hard, but good. Um, speaking of your acting side of things, uh, so Stephen Wilson has asked a question. When you say actor, I've seen or heard of Remus Williams before. Um, will you be able to just go through anything that you that you have done on TV or where Stephen may have heard of you? Sure. Um, I think most people, when they hear that name, like in, in regards to acting or TV, it would be from the TV shows that I've done. Um, one of the main TV shows that I did that kind of a lot of people got to see was Coach Trip. Um, that was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had. Um, and that's how a lot of people got to know my name. And then there was another TV show called Dress to Impress, which is my most recent one. You could have seen me there. Let me know, Stephen, if I'm ringing any bells. Um, and then Stephen, the I think Stephen looks like a, uh, a, a coach trip kind of guy. I think he'll, uh, I think that'll be where he's uh, probably seeing you from. Probably. I mean, I did last 12 episodes on there. So oh, wow. I've been there for quite a while. Yeah. There you go. He's put in the comments, Coach Trip. Coach Trip. Trip. What, 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 what? <laughs> Big up Brendan from Coach Trip. Can I just say, by the way, he is just as funny and as genuine on camera than he is off camera. Oh, really? Yeah, he's amazing. I love that guy. <laughs> Um, guys, if you've got any questions, I'm sure Reeves will answer your questions with regards to uh, Coach Trip or Dress to Impress. So uh, if you've got questions for him, just put them into the comments and we can go through them as we go. Um, so with regards to your move from Leicester to London, how come you made that move? Well, um, growing up in Leicester, I feel like um, this is not to make my hometown sound like bad or anything because I... I really do love where I'm from and I feel like it's growing massively now. But at the time I felt like if I wanted to do things and like the kind of opportunities I was seeking weren't really in Leicester and there was more based in London. And I just had these visions of just m moving out to London. To be fair, anyone that doesn't live in London will relate to this. London's the big apple of the UK, right? Who doesn't want to go to London? If you can go to London, you would. It's the only thing that stops a lot of people is the money, the financial side of things, because it can be quite hard. But there's just so much like attractions in London. But one thing I will say since living here, all those opportunities that I was seeking have been coming through. So I realized that I did make the right choice by leaving Leicester to come here because now I'm starting to see like my visions come true. But it was just because I needed to get out of Leicester and I just wanted to try new things. And that was simple. It was simply that. What challenges have you faced um, living in London and trying to, if you will, make it in the creative world? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not going to lie. Um, first of all, the one thing that a lot of people struggle with is financial um, problems because okay, you earn more in London, so you think that would be a good thing, but it also costs more to live in London. Like, 
forget living situation. Let's just talk fun, yeah? Going out on a night out in Leicester, you can do that with 20 to 30 pounds, you know, and have a good night. Like, you could actually have a good night. Maybe, obviously, more, depending on how much you drink and spend. But I'm just telling you, I've done it before. I've even gone out with a tenner before. It's actually worked, right? But moving to London <laughs> is a complete different thing. Like, everything just costs more. It costs more to travel. It costs more to stay here. It costs more to do that. And one thing I really struggled with in London was the living situation. I used to feel like once I used to, all right, I used to say to myself, once I'm settled, I can then do this and I can then do that. But I've been in London five years now and I've only just got my, my first, not like I've only just got my first flat up in the fifth year. The first four years I was moving from house to house, shared house, shared accommodations, and some houses were cool. Some houses wasn't that cool, you know? I faced a lot of um, difficulties with people that I've lived with, you know, strangers and stuff. And it's not easy when you're not settled at home to carry on and, you know, create this life for yourself if you're not comfortable in your base at home. So I feel like that was the main struggle is kind of getting settled. And then like, I didn't just jump straight into the creativity side. Like I was, I had a normal job, a nine to five. I did a bit of recruitment. I did a bit of bar work, waitering, retail. I worked in Topshop for a bit. Like I had to do these things to get on my feet. And then one day I was like, do you know what? I did not come to London to work in the same areas of work that I've worked in already before in Leicester. I need to make that, that leap. You know what I mean? Because how can you work full time and still be a DJ, producer, actor and all these things? Like you can, but it's very, very, very difficult like to juggle both. So one day I just decided, I was like, you know what? It's, it's now or never, all or nothing. I'm going to quit my day job and I'm just going to put everything and all my time, all my effort into the things that I love. And that's when I became a freelancer. And I tell you what, since becoming a freelancer, it has been hard because just before the pandemic, like I had a whole calendar full of jobs and it was all booked up. And I was like, yes, this freelancer life is working for me. I can do it. And then Corona hit and then bam. All my jobs got cancelled and I was devastated. I was like, what do I do? You know, it was horrible, but it also made me more hungry and made me realise, you know what, it can work. You just have to really, really go for it. And then since the pandemic's kind of finished, I've just been kind of building that block of work up. And I'm still not entirely there yet. Like, I still have loads of free days, but it's slowly but surely building up and I'm getting a bit more busier. And when it starts to get really busy, that's when you become a happy freelancer because you know you've got money coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, we are going to talk about the lockdown in a bit more detail because obviously the lockdown has affected so many people out there, specifically Absolutely. around creative and the arts and people Definitely. who work in media and all of that lot. But Stephen's got a question uh, that we want to ask as well. Do you have a new circle of friends now, Remus, who you can lean on uh, now that you've moved to London? That's a good question. Um, yes, I do. Um, but I feel like during my the five years of being in London, I've had to figure out who the kind of real kind of friends are and who I can trust to lean on because I do feel like London is a big place. A lot of people are in a rush to get to where they want to be. Not everyone is there for you and it makes your skin a bit thick, but I am very blessed um, to say, and I'm really happy to say that I do have good people around me that when times get tough, I can lean on. And I'm very grateful for that. In fact, if I didn't have those elements in my life, those people, I probably wouldn't even be, still be here in London. Do you know what I mean? Because we all need someone at the end of the day and I'm just lucky that I've had those people. But not to say you can't do it on your own, you can, but we all need a friend, you know, who doesn't? Exactly. Nice question, Stephen, thank you for asking. Um, going back to lockdown, how did, did how did you manoeuvre through lockdown? Because obviously you're a creative person who wants to, 
break free into this freelancing world within London. Did you use lockdown as an opportunity to really grow um, or did lockdown hit you mentally and put a block? Because there's one of two ways that it could always go. Yeah. Um, I would love to have say the first one, the first option that you said that, you know, I used it productively and whatever, but you know what? Honestly, it hit me mentally. Like, it hit me in so many different ways where I'm sure a lot of people can relate, but I took the first lockdown as an opportunity to kind of do nothing, because I'm not gonna lie, I love to do nothing, yeah? I love when I've got no plans and I can just sit there and do nothing, but when you do that constantly, it becomes a problem. And it was the whole not having anything to do, thinking of wanting to do this, dreaming of wanting to do that, but not being able to do it was the hardest part. And the longer it dragged out, the more it affected me. I saw a lot of DJs uh, doing online shows, online um, DJ sets, which I thought would be a perfect opportunity for me. I think I did one or two like social media sets and that was it. Like I had a lot more going on in my life and in my personal life at the time that I, I kind of crumbled, honestly, it was such a, a horrible time. Like most people would say, it was a horrible time. And I didn't start seeing the light until like, until the white, until, like the end of the lockdown. So mm -hmm. I wish I could say it was, you know, a positive experience or, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have grown emotionally and mentally during this whole time because of what I've been through, but I'm not going to cover it up and say, you know, it was, I'm like a caterpillar going into a cocoon and I came out of a butterfly because it was not that kind of thing. You know, it was a very difficult and challenging time for me. But one thing I have learned about myself is my skin is thick and I'm not a quitter. Nice. Absolutely. Absolutely love that. Um, so obviously you were talking about the fact that you've been working in nine to five uh, whilst obviously trying to make it. What was that like? What was, what was it like? being caught in the nine to five cycle, working for someone else whilst trying to make things work for yourself, for you. Jarring, <laughs> it's so boring. I can't explain it. Like I've always been that way though. Like even before I moved to London, like being in jobs that I don't really like or I don't really enjoy is typical. I mean, some people wake up in the morning, they don't like their job, but they're, they're there for a long time and they stick to it because they have bills and responsibility and I get that. But me, I'm the sort of person, regardless of what bills I've got, if I'm not happy, I'm not happy. And, you know, I feel like we we are we work to live, not live to work. And if you can wake up in the morning and love what you do, you're winning. Do you know what I mean? And that's always been my goal. So every nine to five job that I've ever had, I've never been in there and been like, right, I want to get the manager's position or I want to get this position because I knew my it was just to get the money. I just knew where my heart lies and I never gave up on that. But it was always a fact of I've got a job, but I couldn't hold it down because there was a TV opportunity or like Coach Trip, for example, I moved to London. I had a good job, but then Coach Trip came up and I had to leave the job because coach trip came up, you know, and I found myself leaving jobs for a creative kind of job or a different kind of experience. And I was always leaving, going back and back to back and forth, back and forth, and just going around in circles. And that's why I decided it's all or nothing. Just pick one side, you know, because going from each side is just, it's, it's so, it's boring. It's boring. Mm -hmm. It's so boring. when did you when did you fall into the work that you do now, which is obviously the DJ side of things, the producing side of things, like the whole musical aspect? When did that happen? When did you fall into that? Um, well, the DJing I've kind of always had in the back of my bag, like from from when I was a teenager. I was on and off with that. I did a few, you know, I started when I was in Leicester, but I didn't always take it that seriously. Um, but the music side of things, like quite interesting because I've always loved music, always wanted to do something in music, but didn't know what I could bring to the table. All my friends growing up were rappers, singers, writers, producers, DJs, and I used to go to the studio and I just used to be 
this guy who didn't do anything and I don't know I just because I used to love music so much I used to be like what can I do I want to do something so that's what inspired me to say do you know what I love music so much I want to make music but what do I do so I decided to take a course and go to uni and I studied music production and music business at CM Sounds in London which can I just say a big massive shout out to them because I didn't have no GCSEs I didn't do that well at school but this kind of course is designed for people who don't have qualifications. And that's really what opened my eyes and made me realize what was possible. And then being around other musicians and other people got me connected like through other people. And that's how I got to know this person to get this job and then doing that job got me this job. And it's just like, a, once you kind of enter the door, you kind of, you're in, you know, you just, it's not what you know sometimes, it's who you know. Definitely. Who would you say then would be, because obviously you've been in the music game for quite a while and you'll have your own style or your, uh, like where you pull inspirations from to create your own vibe, if you will. Uh, and I'm wondering who your inspirations are. Like, where did you find those inspirations to be the person that you are today? Oh, <laughs> that's so hard, Marcus, because like, I'm, I'm what I'd like to call myself eclectic when it comes to music. Um, I like all kinds of genres, like literally, like I didn't even realize that I like metal until yesterday because someone <laughs> was I was like, what? This is metal? I like metal music, I didn't realize, but you know, it was crazy. But um, I'm very much influenced by soul artists, um, one of my Favorite artist in the whole entire world is Alicia Keys. Nice. She's, I, I, I love everything about her, her spirit, um, the way she performs, her beautiful voice, her lyrics. Um, she's talented on the piano. Like someone like that, I think, really just brings music to a whole another level. And her music's just so timeless. It's like, it's never just in with the, the times. It's just her music is just timeless, you know? And that's really what I look up to. Musicians that make timeless music. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I really like that. Uh, and then talking about your general inspirations, where do you pull inspiration from? Um, now you got me thinking. <laughs> I'm, just, well, I'm just trying to think. I mean, you know what? I'd love to say like, one thing inspires me but it's not that like it could be the littlest thing that can inspire me it could be a, a song it could be a, 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 a woman on the street it could be um my friend who works in the caribbean shop at the end of my road like it could be anything or anyone but i think london has really um opened my mind like I've started changing the way I look and the way I dress now. Um, since being in London, I've got more confident with that because I used to be the sort of person that would look in the mirror and I'd want to wear something and I'd be like, uh, I'm not going to wear that, forget it, because someone will say something or I'd be cared about what, I would care about what people would say. Whereas now, that is the last thing that goes through my mind. If I see something, I'm like, ooh, I like that. I'm going to wear that because I will look good in that. I will feel good in that, you know? And just having that kind of confidence, and like, you, you see how it, like, it kind of shows because I always say, no matter what you wear, if you wear it with confidence, no one ain't going to say nothing because it's the confidence that, that pulls it off. If you walk around in something with a really nice shirt, but you're walking around like you're a bit insecure, that's gonna make people say, oh, what's that? What's with that shirt you're wearing or something like that? But if you walk around in that shirt and be like, I'm the man, yeah, I'm rocking this shirt. People are gonna go, you know what? I like that shirt, it looks good. You know, that sort of thing. So I would say like my inspiration in general just comes from, um, people in my life, people in my surroundings, and that's about it. My location, where I am and stuff, yeah, all kinds of things. I love that, especially with the shirt analogy as well. So I've got a shirt that I bought, and it's, um, so it's a two-tone shirt. So, like, this side is one colour. Yeah, and then this sleeve is, like, so this, this side is black, and then this one sleeve is white. Yes. Okay, and yeah. And what I do, like, when I wear it, 
like because I'm not just happy with it, just the way that it looks. So what I what I do is that I roll the sleeve up to on this side, just so it looks completely different. And so I'm walking around with like one long sleeved and one short sleeve like shirt. And like normally, if you saw that, like people would be like, "Oh my god, what are you wearing?" Like just sort it out, or like just wear it either up or down. It's one or the other. But because I walk with that much conviction and that much confidence, that I'm just like. This is on purpose, and I yeah. look good, and I walk yeah. that way. The amount of people that then say, "I really like that shirt," and I'm like, "Yeah, you just, you right. just, you just proved what I was saying is right." Exactly. Like, yeah. Honestly, I can't express that enough to people though, because I really was that boy that looked in the mirror and said, "Oh no, change it, Remus." But it's just once you get past that, it's like, no, actually, I'm the I'm the trendsetter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and once you have that people follow i'm telling you it's a fact (laughs) love it absolutely love it now and this is a nice little segue onto my next question which is uh have you then from your move to london from discovering your your sound your um your preferred sound or whatever have you discovered who you are do you know what? That's like a half and half question because I have, um, in terms of DJing, music production and acting, once upon a time, I saw myself under those titles, but I didn't really feel like I deserved those titles, especially the DJing thing, because I've been doing that the longest. Like, I used to think, like, when I used to go to other clubs and DJ and then there'd be other DJs there, I used to look at them as above me. All right, skill set, they might have been above me, but I didn't, I felt less than a DJ. And I don't know why. I always kind of, kind of have that self doubt kind of thing. Um, still do sometimes, but I really saw myself as less than a DJ. And then one day when I realized that I've been smashing all these gigs and I just got better and better, and my friend said, Oh, Remus, you know, your mixes are really starting to sound better and stuff. I'd realized that, hold on. I am a DJ and I am worth it. Do you know what I mean? And in that aspect, yes. Um, But in another aspect, no, because I feel like I'm still growing. I feel like I'm still finding out who I am. Like I didn't realize that I was a music engineer until I started fixing people's engineering problems and then realized and started getting paid for it. And I was like, oh, I've become an engineer and that's just from what I got <laughs> from studying at uni. And I didn't think I'd use that knowledge to become an engineer, but I did. And it's just like, you look, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, well, turning 31 soon. And I just, only now I feel like I'm, it's the beginning, you know? Mm. Uh, so, there's just so many things that you can try. Like, I don't feel like anyone ever really finds themselves like completely. I just feel like you're constantly growing. and. I wouldn't want to feel like I've found myself completely. I love the fact that I'm still growing and discovering new parts of me. I love that. I mean, that's um, one of the things that we talk about here all the time is the fact that every every day should be a school day. Every day we learn something new. Every day we grow. Um, finding yourself is a journey. It's there's not it's not a destination. Um, and yeah. that's one of the things that I talk about in my coaching side of things, where you know people think that you know, suddenly you should be happy with exactly who you are. And I've now, I now know who I am. You'll never know who you are because you, you pull influences from other people. You'll, you'll suddenly see, like see or speak to new people and you think, actually now I think they're correct in their way of thinking. I'm going to use some of that to what I think about. And yeah, so we are constantly evolving, constantly changing. And as I said, the, discovering yourself is a is a journey it's not a destination yeah and I, I i absolutely love that 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 quote that i've just said there that's my quote that i'm just going to say right yeah. um, you you hit the nail on the head even when you when you said about like like people like i i can look at other people's journeys situations you know things that they're going through that can inspire me whether it be a bad situation or a good um, situation it doesn't matter like i could get um like i could think to myself oh what would i do in that position or 
imagine how I must feel in that situation. And that could give me a new train of thoughts or I could be thinking a certain way about something and then see a scenario happen to someone and then and that would make me look at that, that scenario in a complete different way. And again, mm -hmm. that's how you grow and get to see things from another perspective, you know, yeah. and that's what we do all the time. So you are constantly growing. It is a journey. It's not a destination. Exactly. In fact, <laughs> fact. Um, <laughs> uh, and we, uh, and obviously what you were talking about before, obviously where you, um, you never, you, you were constantly comparing yourself to other DJs and constantly thinking to yourself that you wasn't a DJ and putting yourself down, even though you had the experience and you just felt as though, you know, you weren't quite up there. So how can you call yourself a DJ? Um, mm. And we talk about it on this show quite a lot. I've actually got an episode about this coming up uh, in November. So a little, uh, little pitch there. Uh, but yeah, I'm talking about an episode uh, about imposter syndrome. And it is something that uh, people suffer with. It's something that, uh, is around and not many people know about. Uh, imposter syndrome is the the fact that you feel as though you are not worthy, that you receive praise and you put yourself down because you've received that praise. It is the fact that you have that constant self-doubt that you would tell yourself that you are not good enough. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like obviously when you were when you were talking about that, it is a you know it's a form of imposter syndrome. It's that little self-doubt, it's that little inner saboteur that's sabotaging your life to say that you aren't good enough, but in actual fact, that's just in your head. Yeah. Uh, and it's for you to break through of that. And I'm just wondering. As a response to that, what advice yeah. would you give to someone who may be feeling something like that, who may be trying to learn about the way of the DJ, if you will, but constantly putting themselves down, thinking that they're not going to be good enough? Well, all I can really say to that, because I, I have, I am quite, I can be that person sometimes. I really can. Like, my friends tell me all the time, they're like, Remus, stop doubting yourself. And I have to actually listen to them because if I didn't have them saying to me, Remus, stop doubting yourself, blah, 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 I probably would keep on doubting myself. And there has been so many times when I've let doubt get in the way of what I'm trying to do and then I've missed out on the opportunity because I self-doubted myself. But the only thing I've learned from that is it's so easy to listen to the voice in your head saying, you're not good enough. Why isn't it, it's just, why isn't it as easy to listen to the voice in your head that says you are good enough. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I've noticed that one, pushing yourself at your comfort zone is progress. I, if I go out for, if I go to do something and I don't think I can do it, I'm gonna tell myself, look, do I want this? Yes. Am I gonna be good at it straight away? Who knows? I won't know until I try it. And when I do it, say I mess it up completely. Well, now I know now I know what not to do, you know? And it's a learning curve. And I used to be so scared of messing up. But now if I mess up, I'm like, <laughs> I messed up. I'll try again. Who cares? At the end of the day, I don't really care who's watching me now. At the end of the day, it's for me. If I want to get good at something, I want to get better at something, I'm going to do it. But I have to have that. I have to tell myself that. Because if I don't, I'm just going to sit here on this chair and I'm just going to think about how good I could have been or think about how far I could have gone, you know? Like, you, it is just generally down to just pushing yourself out of that comfort zone and not listening to that cheeky monkey in your head saying you're not good enough. I swear, honestly, it's easier said than done, but it's not impossible and you can do it. And you'll be surprised at the progress you make when you push yourself out of your comfort zone. Definitely. I think um like going like exactly echoing what you've just said. I mean, I think it is hard to tell yourself that actually no 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 we've we've got to get through this and push yourself out of that comfort zone. However, I think one of the, the best things that you can do is realize that it is just a voice in your head that's telling that you're not good enough. The moment yeah. that you realize that it's easier then to push through through it because you think, well, actually now I can hush that up because I I now know no. that it's yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can say to it, it once, no. you can do it again. Mm -hmm, exactly. Yeah. Um, Sorry, go on. No, no, go, go. 
No, one's gonna, one thing I will say is one time I had this like DJing event and um, it was a really big event. So Solid Crew, remember So Solid Crew? Yeah. They was going to be performing then. A few So Solid Crew rem uh, members were going to DJ. And I was on the lineup of these same DJs and I had some personal stuff going on in, in my love life, right? And I got a bit emotional before the event. And I was like to myself, do you know what? I'm not going. And that's a habit I had to break out of because if I was feeling low that day or I don't know, had relationship drama or anything like that, I would let my mood and the way I feel stop me from moving forward. But then I'd feel worse in myself for not continuing and letting that emotional stuff like affect me. But this one night when I had the So Solid Crew event, I was really low, I was really upset, but I just, turned around to myself and said, you know what, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. I'm not letting this person ruin my night, I'm gonna go. And I went there and none of the other DJs showed up or they couldn't they couldn't do it or um, whatever, which led to me having to DJ for the whole wow. night. And I smashed it. I absolutely <laughs> smashed it. Everyone was dancing and I had all these random tunes from back in the day. And after that night, I realized, Remus, don't let your emotions get the better of you. Put them to a side and put yourself first. And ever since that night, I've, I've done the same thing. And it goes back to not listening to that monkey in your head, you know? Go for it. Shut the monkey up and go for it. Because the only way you're going to find out is if you go for it. And if you mess up again, so what? You can try again, man. Absolutely love it. That's so inspirational. Stevens has also uh, said he's very, very inspirational as well. He's also said as well, will you come back, Remus, for another interview? Because you're <laughs> inspirational. I which... would absolutely <laughs> love to. <laughs> I mean, Stephen, it's my show. I dictate who's on it. So not, <laughs> not you. Give us the invites, okay? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, Truly inspirational. Absolutely love that. Uh, now, I wanted to move on to um, your most recent work, because I believe on October the 1st, which is only a few days ago, you had a collaboration that you would like to talk about. Let's uh, let's talk about that. Yeah. So, um, obviously, I've been doing music production for a little while now, for a few years, but I've never actually ever released anything. And during my um, university course, my teachers were telling me that I needed to collaborate with people more, work with more people more. And again, that was something I wasn't really good at doing because I'm so used to doing my own thing and working on my own that I didn't, like, if you're going to work, like, you don't have to be a musician to understand that. If you're going to do a collaboration with someone, you have to connect with them, you know? I found it hard to connect with people musically because I was in my own little world musically. But then I met Amira. Um, she was just, I just seen her on the internet, on YouTube. She was covering other songs. And I don't really usually listen to that many cover songs, but I listened to her because I really loved her voice. And I messaged her, didn't think she would even acknowledge me because um, she's got quite a high following and stuff. And she knows a lot of people in the industry. But I reached out to her and um, I just said, hey, like, I'm a producer. Like, like, let me know if you like any of my tracks and sent her some tracks. She was like, oh, my God, I love this track. Cut a long, like, long story short, we ended up, um, I produced her, her whole EP. She wrote all the lyrics and sang all the songs, but I produced all the songs and engineered the whole project my, myself. And it just been released on Friday, the 1st of October. And it's available on all platforms. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a dream come true, Marcus. It really is. <laughs> so what what is the what is the name of the EP and where can people find it? So the 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 name of the EP is called 2323. And it's by Amira Adora. Um the reason why it's called 2323 is because um it's basically represented mirrored numbers. And um, a mirror, which I, well, I wasn't even too like aware of this, but she's very, um, she's quite spiritual and quite positive and has a great outlook on life. And whenever she sees 
two numbers on the clock, if it would be 12, 12, 1, 1, 11, 11, 23, 23, she reads up what the angel number is and she uses that information to kind of guide her through life. And she always sees mirrored numbers. So that's where she got the title mirrored, you know, that's where she got 23, 23 um, from. And if you actually listen to the EP in one of the songs called Signs, she's um, talking about the mirrored numbers in a bit more kind of depth, but you hear it in the song. But yeah, like it's called, it's by Amira Adora, it's called 2323 and you can find it on Spotify, Apple Tune, um, iTunes, all of them streaming platforms. I forget, it's on all of them though. <laughs> nice, what we'll do is we'll, we'll post some uh, links out after the show so people yeah. can have a listen um, and yeah, because. I've had a listen already. Absolutely love it, to be fair. Oh, so, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm just excited for the next one because this was just the first one, but the next one's going to be so much better. Like, I'm so excited. Is that with Amira again or is that with somebody else? It is with Amira again. Oh, okay. Yes, I've got more with Amira. We've got so many tracks, like, in the bag. Like, it's unreal. Like, this first EP is just a taster. Like, it's just going to be so much better from now. Nice. I can't wait for that. So obviously that that does link me nicely to uh, my question of what it, what does the future hold for you, Remus? Okay, so future holds um, a lot more of the acting side of me. Um, I have a project coming up in November, which is obviously quite soon. Um, it's a theatre project, but I can't really say too much about it um but it will be recorded and it will be released so people can watch it and you will be able to come see it in person if you want to as well you can also get a ticket and come and see it um and i think just a lot more djing and a lot more radio i think because now i've started a new radio station i think things are really going to start moving forward for me with that um but yeah, like as a freelancer, you, you just don't know what's around the corner, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, I'm really, really excited about seeing what is next for you. I'm sure that uh, a lot of people will be jumping on and listening to the work that you do as well uh, and following your socials as well, because obviously, you know, we need to... Uh, you need yeah. to push your socials out there as well. So I, it's, it's going to be a really exciting journey for you. And I can't wait to, to see I, what, what, what's, what's next. To be honest, I don't always talk about things that I'm about to do. Um, I just, I, and it's not because I don't want people to know. It's because it, sometimes things change. You know what I mean? And like, I just like to surprise people and be like, people think I'm not doing anything. And then boom, I'm like, boom check me out, I'm doing this, or check me out, I'm doing that, you know, I just like to just drop it on them like a bomb, you know? Like, that's the way I kind of like to keep it, because once people know what you're doing, they know what to expect, and it's like, I don't want you to ever get too comfortable. Ah, uh, see, I love that, and that's exactly like me, that's exactly why people are like, oh, Marcus, you do too much, and I'm like, well, guess what, here's something else I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, it's that, it's that kind of, it's that kind of attitude that I like to have, because so many people, I'm not gonna lie, throughout my whole life, I've had things to say. Don't get me wrong, I'm not hated. A lot, you know, people do say a lot of positive things, but you, they will say, you know, oh, Remus, you've done this, and now you're doing that, and now you're doing this, and now you're doing that. And I'm like, so? so like, what? <laughs> so what? Like, people look at it as a bad thing, and I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm free. I'm doing what I wanna do. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that, but then also, how does it affect your life? It doesn't affect your life. It's right. my thing that I'm doing. This right. is what I'm going to do. Yes. It doesn't affect you. Pipe down, back in your box. See you later. Right. Yeah, yeah. Close that door and lock it. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. It has been absolutely amazing having you on this show. I think. Oh, uh, I yeah, it's it's been so good. I think we have definitely vibed tonight. I think that's uh, that's the that's the main takeaway from what I've I've got anyway. So, um, is there anything that we haven't discussed that you would like the opportunity to discuss now? Um, no, because you already brought up the EP, which I was 
I did want to mention, but you've already brought up um, that up. So thank you very much for that. Um, and no, I think we've cleared everything, to be honest. Yeah. Well, 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 where can people find you if they want more information, they want to follow the work that you do? Uh, yeah. Where can people find you? Okay, so I'm only really on uh, two platforms, and that's Facebook and Instagram. Um, Facebook, I don't use as much, but I'll be honest with you, I live on Instagram. Like, I might as well pay rent because I'm on there all the time. So if you ever want to catch me or know what's like going on, Instagram is the way forward because my story is always very current and telling people what I'm currently doing. And yeah, that's just where all the links to other things are. So Instagram is definitely best place to find me. And it's just Remus underscore Williams. That's it. Well, I'm uh, for anybody that's listening to this on the podcast, make sure that you check the podcast show notes because you will find links to Remus's Instagram on there as well as the EP. So make sure that you check the show notes there. Um, just wondering if you've got some final thoughts for us today, Remus. Yeah, I just kind of want to leave everybody with um, a positive thought um, and, you know, something that, like, I live by. But, like, don't ever let nobody tell you what you're capable of doing. Like, no one actually knows what you're capable of doing more than you do. Um, so don't listen to the chimp in your mind and push yourself out of your comfort zone. Love it. Thank you so much for that. Uh, now, at the end of every episode, I give my guests the opportunity to give a quote. Now, it can be something that they stand by, live by. It could be something that they've heard that they just really like. Or it could be something that they've made up that they think, that is my quote for me. And I'm just wondering if you've got a quote for us today and what that quote means to you. I do. Life is like a skateboard. We fall off. We get hurt. But to learn and to get better, we have to jump back on and you know what shall I tell you where i learned that that's not just a quote i read in the in the metro like i generally live by that quote because back to coach trip we went on a, um, a skate parking adventure kind of thing and i kept falling off the skateboard it was like an activity and the man said that quote he said life is like a skateboard you fall off we get hurt but to learn and get better you have to jump back on and i was like oh, you're right you're right <laughs> like you're so right and it's true and i live by that now so i just want to share that with everyone it's not a fake quote that i don't believe in i fully truly believe in it so take it on board love it and yeah it, you are right to be fair I, you know let's just boil it down to its easiest form okay if you make a mistake you can either stand by and just think well that's it done and walk away from it or you can think well, I'm going to have to do it again because if I yeah. do it again, I'll learn from what I did the first time and I'll get yeah. better. The yeah. only way that you get better is if you try it again and again, again and again. And it doesn't matter if you trip up or fall off the skateboard yeah. or, you know, whatever, 10 to 20 times. Yeah. As long as you learn from every experience and you put yourself back up there again and you try again, you will succeed. Yeah, no, I I couldn't express that enough. Honestly, that is genuinely how I've got through things. The amount of times I've messed up, it's unreal. I'm surprised that, I'm, you know, people still give me opportunities because I have messed up <laughs> so many times. But it's the fact that I don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't stop. And I think that's what people start to realise about me and they like about me because they're just like, you know what? He doesn't give up. And that is the best attitude to have. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, for being so open, so honest, and so inspirational to us. Uh, as Stephen said, even though he uh, he said it and he has no right to say it, Stephen, uh, you do have an open invite to come back whenever you want to uh, to come on the show and whatever. Well, thanks, Stephen. I'm really glad I've got your permission now. I'm really happy. About I'll just have to get Stephen to start hiring all my uh, interviews and everything now. That's yeah, Stephen, give me up. my. That's, that's Stephen's way in. That's Stephen's <laughs> way in. He's now my planner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, you just go to what's around the corner. There you go. There you go. You're just gonna, you're gonna force your way out there. 
No, but thanks so much for having me, Marcus. I've really, really enjoyed it. It's really nice to have like a nice, genuine conversation. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you are now, Remus, free to say your goodbyes. Goodbye, everyone. Mwah! Much love. Thank you. <laughs> wow, what an amazing episode. I'm sure you'll agree. That was an absolutely amazing episode. Ah! Oh, I love doing this so much. And I love all of the people that I speak to along the way. What a great episode. I oh, honestly, fab, fab. And you guys, obviously, in the comments, you guys have been fab as well. Next week on Spill It, it's funny actually because all the way through this episode, Rima was, was talking about breaking out of your comfort zone, right? That's what he was saying. This was obviously what we were talking about, breaking out your comfort zones and doing things new. Well, it's weird because next week we have a, an episode on Spill It called What Comfort Zone with Laura and Emily coming on and talking about how you have to break free of your comfort zones how fitting is that like what what a great follow up, follow up after this episode but yes make sure that you join me laura and emily all three of us next week on spill it as we will be talking about how to break free of those comfort zones <sighs> my name is marcus wright when i don't do this i run a coaching a life coaching business called MW Coaching, which is a way for you to stand out of your own way and to stop listening to that little voice in your head telling you that you're not good enough. I will be there to tell that you are that you are good enough and that you can move forward. All of that and more on, to, on my MW Coaching page. To see that and everything else that I do, including all of the upcoming episodes on Spillet and whatever else, you can go onto the Spillet website at www.spillet.uk where you'll be able to find you know, links to my guests, uh, social media. You'll be able to see all the upcoming episodes. You'll be able to see more about me. You'll be able to see all of the work that I do outside Spill It, inside Spill It, all around Spill It, hokey pokey Spill It. <laughs> <laughs> all of that and more. And if you want to get in touch with me, then the best way that you can get in touch with me is via email. You can email me, marcus at spillit.uk, and you'll be able to get in touch with me and tell me what you think about the show. The best way you can tell me how you think about the show is leaving a review. You don't have to leave a review, but if you, you know, if you do, make it five stars. I like five star reviews. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you wanted to come on the show, then you can do as well. Just message me and let me know what you want to come on the show and talk about. I'm always open to having more and more guests. You can support me via the website via three different methods. You can share the podcast out to friends and family or share the show, tag people into the comments, whatever. Bring people into the Spillet community and keep the community growing. It is a free show that people can just tune in and they can learn something new and interact with some amazing guests that I've got on a weekly basis. You can also leave a review. I was saying it before. You can leave a review. If you're listening to this via I, via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your whatever podcast site you're listening to, you can leave a review. And if you're watching this via Facebook, you can also leave a review on the Facebook page as well. So make sure that you leave a review. And lastly, another way that you can support me is by becoming an official Patreon so the Patreon is open over on the website. Just go on to become an official supporter and you can donate just £2 per month to keep the Spillet community growing more and more. And also you'll have early access to all of the merch line as well. You get discounts off merch. So if you're wanting some, you know, little teacup hats or you're wanting some hoodies that we got, a little bit of merch or whatever, then you can get all of that on the website as well. So make sure that you head over there and you click on support. And that is it for me, guys. Thank you so much for being uh, so active in this episode as well. Thank you, Stephen, for tagging loads and loads of people. I saw all of them. Thank you so much for tagging people and getting people into the Spillet community. Definitely enjoyed that. Thank you so much. And once again, I wanted to say a massive thank you to Remus. Remus was an amazing guest. And I'm sure that it's not the last that we have heard from him. And that's it. So... Until we spill it again, it's bye for now.